Hello and welcome to the Glide TV Recaps of the Golden Girls. Today we are on Season 7, Episode 9, Rose Loves Miles, which stylistically all the S's are dollar signs, so, in this episode title, uh, which originally aired on November 16th of 1991. Uh, so, if you want a full rundown of the history uh, events on this date, head back to Season 1, Episode 9, because it also aired on this exact same day. Uh, so, briefly here, two quick events. Uh, in 1922, the Ottoman Empire falls. And our most recent event on November 16th of 2018, the CIA concludes that Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman ordered the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Uh, so that is our history lesson for today. So now you tell us what transpired in this financially motivated installment of the Golden Girls. Okay. Scene one, we're in the living room. Dorothy is walking through carrying some luggage. Blanche and Sophia follow. Dorothy is going on a three-day cruise with a man yes, who is a doctor. Uh, Blanche wants to go over a checklist to make sure Dorothy has packed everything she needs. Yes, while Dorothy is gone, she is putting Blanche in charge of Sophia. The doorbell rings. It's the taxi driver. He takes Dorothy's bag. Dorothy gives last-minute advice to Sophia. Yes, so Dorothy leaves, and Sophia immediately says, Fasten your seatbelt, slut puppy. Uh, Blanche has a worried look on her face. Yes. Now, I didn't go back and look any of this up, but you would think that in the seven years of this show being on, you know, Dorothy would have left Sophia alone for a day or two before this. But, and as I recall, when all three girls go to work, Sophia would be home all by herself all day. I don't... Well, it doesn't seem like they all go to work at the same time. Well, so. that, well they don't work much. Well, that too. <laughs> but putting someone in charge of Sophia's Oh, well, we know it's just for this show. Scene two. We're outside the front door. Miles and Rose are returning from a meal at Uncle Cluck's Taste Just Like Chicken All-You-Can-Eat Buffet. I'm not sure what the meat really is there. Rose almost had her purse stolen because it's in the bad part of town. Yeah, Miles has the lead. Rose enters the living room and slams the front door. Blanche is reading on the couch. Hey, it's a different book than she has read the last few episodes. So she's moved on. Rose tells Blanche that lately, Miles has gotten really tight. Blanche, of course, takes that the wrong way. Rose meant frugal, tightwad, penny pitcher. Yes. And last Friday, Miles snuck them into a double-A meeting. Yeah. While he has always been frugal, but now he's Frickin' frugal. Oh, boy. Rose exits to the kitchen, and we hear a loud crash. Blanche yells out to Sophia, What is going on? We see Sophia down the bedroom hallway. She comes out of Dorothy's room and says, Nothing. Uh, I would like to clarify, since you didn't, so the reason Miles snuck them into an AA meeting oh. was not so that he could confess his alcoholism. Correct. It was so they could have a free cookie or something, right? Or yeah. donuts. Free, a free something. Uh, yeah. It was for free food, not, not because they're alcoholics. Correct, because you don't have to sneak into that if you're an alcoholic. Right. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, okay. Well, then we hear 
a second crash. And Sophia saying, nothing. Then a third crash. And Sophia saying, aha. Now Blanche wants to know what is going on finally. Sophia comes out with a box. And she tells Blanche that Dorothy is not going to like what Blanche let Sophia do to Dorothy's antique chest. Uh, Blanche tells Sophia that as long as she is living under Blanche's roof, she will abide by Blanche's rules. And isn't it funny that just a couple episodes ago, they all the girls now own the house, but it's hard for Blanche to realize that yet. It's still her house. Why is Sophia going through Dorothy's things? Uh, because she has already been through Blanche's. <laughs> Sophia opens the box and says it is a treasure trove. They both look through the box. And Blanche pulls out something and reads it. Yes, it's from Sophia. And it's a list of things that Sophia wants to accomplish before she dies. And it was written in 1920 when Sophia was 15 years old. So, Sophia is so excited. Yes, these were her dreams, her goals. And she wants Blanche to read this list. Number one, lose 200 pounds when she was age 15. And, oh, Sophia has done it. How about that? Number two, never be a burden to children in old age. Honestly, I don't think that's something you think about when you're 15. Uh, <laughs> well, I was thinking like, you know, maybe, I mean, this would be a stretch, but it is 1920 and it is in Europe. So maybe Sophia got really high one night and had this like existential trip and okay and thought about you know her mortality and what life would be like as an older person and all possibly that's quite a stretch but that's a stretch i don't think that's something you think about when you're 15 but sophia just says moving on moving on keep going so number 3 make amends to guido spinelli spirelli mm -hmm. that was her first husband Sophia left him a broken man. Blanche tells Sophia to go to her room and to write a long and thorough letter to Guido and take two or three days to write everything down. Sophia leaves and Blanche says she wishes Sophia were her mother. Yeah, then she could put her in Shady Pines. <laughs> All right. Ah, what a list. Scene three. That was the whole list, by the way. Scene three, we're in the kitchen. Rose. Yeah, that didn't read as super 15 to me. There no, was that is not a 15. There, there was no horny element, which is what I was expecting there to be. Uh, so. Yeah. I mean, that was, yeah, rather lame for 15. Well. Scene three. It was the 20s. So. Yeah, it was 1920. Yeah. Scene three, we're in the kitchen. Rose enters with some groceries. Blanche enters and says she has the solution to Rose's problem with Miles. Simple. Cheat on him. Yeah, Rose can't do that. Rose or Blanche explains it is just dinner with her rich friends from Texas. No coupons, no pirate hats, and Rose won't have to leave the tip. Yeah, Rose, Rose you know, Rose likes this idea, so she agrees to cheat on Miles. Yes. Just going to dinner. Scene four, oh, we're at a fancy restaurant. 
Rose and Blanche and two Texas men at a table. And they do have a Texas drawl. Yeah. The four are talking and having a good time. Then in the background, we see Miles with a bag and says hi to Blanche. Then he spots Rose. Yes, what was Miles doing? Oh, Miles was purchasing a couple of day-old eclairs, which he was going to use for a dinner that he was making for Rose for next week. Okay. Those will be stiff. Those yeah. will be pretty dry, stiff eclairs. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I don't know. I'd have to, I mean, even when you buy day-old eclairs at a really fancy restaurant, I have a feeling they're going to be pretty expensive still. Well, probably. I don't know. But, oh well. I mean, <laughs> most restaurants aren't going to sell you day-old food at this point in time now for various Reasons. reasons yes back then i think it was okay well probably uh so miles wants to know what she is doing there with these dandies <laughs> okay miles leaves the table rose gets up and follows him rose explains that she really wanted to eat at this restaurant i was trying to figure out if this was the like 1800s britain version <laughs> of dandy or if he meant something else I'm not sure what he meant. Uh, I didn't look it up. Okay, because the only way to describe someone as dandy that I know of is a very stereotypically effeminate, traditionally gay man huh. uh, is how that's usually used. Yeah, okay. So that's like 1800s England usage, so <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what he was meaning, but... Uh... <laughs> Miles says he was going to take her to a lovely restaurant tomorrow night. Yes, Rose says it was going to be Captain, Captain Sam's Twilight 2 for 1 special. That sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, Miles leaves and eh, not too good of a mood here. Scene 5, we're in the kitchen. Rose cooking, Blanche at the table reading a newspaper. Rose is discussing last night and her concerns and Blanche continues reading the paper. The comics. Yeah, that's what she's reading. As they begin eating, Blanche remembers that the old lady has got to eat also. Yeah, Rose tells her that Sophia's not here. She left last night for Sicily. Had to square things with Guido. Blanche's look is very good at this point here. Yeah, Rose gave Sophia her Visa charge card. Because that's what you do when you don't have much money. And Blanche doesn't know what to do, so she calls Uncle Angelo to get his advice. Scene six, scene six, we're in the living room. Blanche is waiting, and the doorbell rings. It is Uncle Angelo, and he brought candy, flowers, and cigarettes for after. Well, Blanche is quite confused, but Angelo repeats what Blanche said on the phone to him. Angelo, I need you. Come over quick. Sophia's not here. Gave him the wrong idea there. So Blanche tells him she did not mean it that way. So yes, he did shave his shoulders for nothing. Uh, they sit on the couch and discuss Sophia's absence. Blanche called the Sicily missing persons hotline and they were of no use. Now, well, Angelo says that you call them when you want to lose somebody. All righty, Angelo says Sophia is fine. She's just playing a trick, and she'll be home for dinner. 
Uh-huh. Well, scene seven, though, we see Sophia's trip. And we hear Sophia's voice while seeing a plane in the air. She wants to use the bathroom, but somebody is occupying it, apparently for a while now. Then we see a train speeding along. Then a boat. Then we see Sophia riding a donkey. Ah. Uh, then we see Sophia enter a bar. She speaks to Guido and apologizes for breaking his heart and ruining his life. Yeah. He says to forget about it. Well, then we see Sophia riding the donkey. Yeah, then the boat. Then the train. And the plane back home. Well, yeah, scene eight, we're at a fancy restaurant. Miles and Rose enter. They're taken to a table and given menus. And these were pretty big menus, too. This is the same restaurant Rose was at with the dandies from dandies. Texas. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay, Miles opens his and does a few double takes. Uh, I'm guessing at the prices that were there. But yes, Rose orders the trout. Apparently it's 1850, and this was 1991. Uh, Miles will just have water. He ate before they came, and he doesn't want to spend the extra money, of course. Rose wants to know what is wrong. He's always been frugal, but lately it's gotten out of hand. Well, Miles does explain what happened here. Miles went to the doctor last month, and the doctor said he would probably live to be a hundred and he has only budgeted himself to live to the ripe age of 80. So, for some reason, he says he's on a fixed income now. He'll be retiring soon. And doesn't know if he will have enough money in his retirement. They talk for a bit, and we learn that Miles thinks that Rose hums way too much. And I tried to think back, did, have I ever heard Rose hum at all? I don't know, probably at some yeah. points she probably has. I don't know. I couldn't come up with any time she did, but scene nine. Hey, we're in the living room. Rose is on the couch. Dorothy enters and talks about her cruise with Lee. Then Dorothy wants to know where Sophia is. Well, Rose tries to, you know, not quite say. She wants to hear about the cruise. And after a while, oh, Sophia enters through the front door. Ah, just in the nick of time. They talked for a bit. Yeah, Sophia said she went down to the mailbox. And since uh, Dorothy just entered that door, I would have thought they could have seen each other. The mailbox is on the other side I of the mean, house. I don't like, know. I don't know. I, I have this issue like every time, too, when the girls like where they have like multiple guests in a row. And it's like, okay, they would have had to run into each other. <laughs> yeah. like, okay, whatever. I know. It's like, okay, whatever. Ah. Uh, they talk for a bit, then Dorothy wants to know where Blanche is. Well, we see Blanche on a donkey on that same trail that Sophia had been on earlier. Yes, and she's wearing like a Sex in the City style, very elaborate caftan out on this donkey. <laughs> yeah. quite a sight. Uh, uh, and the final scene, which is run over the credits, Blanche is in the same bar Sophia had visited, and she is dancing with Guido. As this episode ends. Uh, we have uh, very few references, only two. Um, one to Stop You Up tablets, which I assumed by the name were some sort of uh, birth control pill. 
they're not. They're anti-diarrheal yeah. medication. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> and then Ebenezer Scrooge, uh, the protagonist of Charles Dickens' 1843 novella, A Christmas Carol. Uh, we then have quite a few side characters. Uh, Mort, who is uh, Blanche's, no, Rose's date, uh, is played by John P. Connolly, uh, known for Nine and a Half Weeks, The West Wing, NYPD Blue, and Prayer of the Roller Boys. Uh, so then Barry, Blanche's date, uh, is played by Harvey Vernon. Known for Teen Wolf, the film, not the TV show. Uh-huh. Uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, All of Me, and Love is a Gun. Uh, then Angelo, played by Bill Dana again. Uh, Guido Spirelli, played by Phil Leeds. Uh, known for Ghost, playing Dr. Shand on Rosemary's Baby. Uh, also in History of the World Part 1, and Frankie and Johnny, and you might know him uh, as Dennis Boyle on Ally McBeal. Oh, okay. Well, five episodes he appears. Wow. Uh, the maitre d' at the restaurant is played by Joe Mays, known for Fatal Vision, The Days and Nights of Molly Dodd, uh, The Magical World of Disney, and Future Kick. Okay. Yeah. And then lastly, The Waiter, played by David Pressman, uh, known for School of Rock, the TV show in which he plays uh, Vice Principal Sternhage. Uh, then Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Independence Day, and New Heart. Uh, no new sex partners established, so the tally still stands. Blanche 168, Sophia 11, Dorothy 11, Rose 8. Huh. Well, I have no other observations that I didn't mention already. And we did have one Sicily Italian reference. Nothing else. So, total series counts weddings, planned weddings 11, physical abuse arose 15, St. Olaf stories 47, fixture stories 26, cheesecakes eaten 19, Sicily Italian stories 9, Sicily Italian references 61. The girls mad at each other, not best friends, were moving out six, uh, 26 times, sports 32, games 45, and Stanley's The Bornack Appearances sit at 24. My rating for this, uh, this is just your average Golden Girl episode without much Dorothy in this one, 77 out of 100. Well, I'll do it for this episode of the Glide TV Recaps, the Golden Girls. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to subscribe to the show for more great content like this. And until that next episode, goodbye.